Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Are you listening? Yo, what's going on, everybody? This is Marcus Murray from Black, Married, and Debt Free. And yes, you have heard correctly. Shira Murray and I have decided to step out into the podcast world to share with you some really, really dope content. For those of you who do not follow us on our YouTube channel, shameless plug, Shira and I are a 30-something millennial couple that paid off over $110,000 in debt in 2017. And we are passionate about sharing exactly how we did that with others. In this episode, we are finally doing it. Yes, we are giving away the five strategies that we use to pay off our six-figure debt. Yeah, you heard me correctly. We're giving away the keys to the kingdom. So you're going to want to do yourself a huge favor. Grab a pen, a piece of paper, sit back, and enjoy the Black Married and Debt-Free Podcast. So for those of you who have been following us here on YouTube for the entire journey, you know that we were able to pay off our six-figure debt in 2017. Now, we've made a lot of videos, but we've never specifically addressed the steps that we use to do that. So that's what we're going to do right now. So one thing that we want to share about these tips is that we actually didn't really come up with our blueprint until after we had gone through the process. After we went through the process, we were able to reflect and say, what in the world did we do to get out of debt? And then also, we made some mistakes along the way as well. And so we wanted to acknowledge those mistakes and say, okay, so if we could go back, what would we have done differently? But the first step that we took was what we like to call the personal and financial inventory. So that is you reflecting on your current situation and really getting an understanding of how you ended up where you currently are. And that might be a place that you consider to be a good place and it might be, you know, a place that you're not that comfortable in. For us, it was $30,000 student loan. It was a credit card. It was a mortgage. Something that we were proud of. We were proud to be homeowners, but it was a debt that we really were wanting to eliminate and so when you're having this reflection time on where you are and how you got there it's not time to beat yourself up because what we like to do we like to do a lot of shaming oh you're in debt debt's evil and you shouldn't have did it and we like to beat ourselves up and put a lot of shame around the topic of debt I don't know where that comes from but this is really not an opportunity to beat yourself up it's a time to be optimistic and it's a time that you can really shift and change directions when it comes to your finances. So one of the things that we like to talk about, especially with our coaching clients, is really explore those limiting beliefs. And I know we have a video on this, but a lot of times we possess limiting beliefs that really prevent us from moving forward. So an example of a limiting belief is counting yourself out of a job opportunity before you even apply. Hearing other people's debt-free journey and thinking, this isn't for me and I'm not sure how I will ever be able to do it. So those things are limiting beliefs that can sometimes prevent you from moving forward. So that's personal inventory. That's taking reflection 
of where you are and really trying to figure out where you want to be. So the next thing is financial inventory. Yes, financial inventory is when you actually sit down, you look at what you've been spending, you look at your spending habits, and you go through your finances with a fine tooth comb to see where you can cut expenses and what things you can change. I think for us, Shire, that was a pivotal moment because so oftentimes you don't want to look at your finances, you don't look at what you're doing, you're not tracking your spending, you're just kind of going through the motions and doing what you do. But when you sit down and you actually take a look at your spending habits, that's when you can make the necessary changes to move forward. Right, and so that's what we did when we got to our, what we like to call rock bottom. We literally sat down, we pulled up our online bank statement and we start to go through it. So if you are doing this process with your spouse or if you're watching this video with your spouse and you say, okay, we're gonna do some reflection, we're gonna take some personal inventory, we're gonna take some financial inventory, we're gonna look at the bank statement. Let's let me just say this, this could be a, a point of contention, right. right? It's like, you're looking at these transactions and you're like, okay, I did this. He did that. Right. I did not, uh-uh. He did, he done, uh-uh. What did you do? Where did you go? <laughs> right? So what we would recommend, I think for us, even though looking through the budget can kind of be stressful because you, it, it brings you into a greater awareness of where you are, but it's also an opportunity, right? It's an opportunity to make a change. Okay, so when you're going through and you're taking personal inventory, you're taking financial inventory, this is not the time to beat each other up or to beat yourself up. But you want to have an understanding of where you are so that you can actually understand what you need to do to get where you want to go. Absolutely, Sharon. A doctor wouldn't just cut a person open and begin operating unless he first assessed what the problem is. So that's what you do. Right. And I, I love that analogy of assessing the situation. So after you do that, that brings you to goals and really thinking about, okay, this is where we are now, but where do we want to be? That is a very important step in this process because you want to have your goal set so you know what actions you need to take to meet that goal. Sometimes we just start going moving forward when we haven't truly said, well, where do we want to be? Where, where's right. that? Where Where's that place we want to be? And uh, I think deciding your goal first and reverse engineering, which is what we're going to do as we get deeper and deeper into these steps, is the best practice. So it's really important that you formulate a goal. You can make your goal smart. You want to do a smart goal, you can do that. So a specific, measurable, attainable, realistic, and time-bound, like that's excellent. But when you make your goal smart, I want you to also find something that's going to motivate you to keep you going. Tie that, that why, that motivating factor to your goal as well, because your goal might be smart, but if you don't have something that's going to continually keep you motivated, then it can be a challenge. And an important thing in the goal setting process is to physically write your goals down. Statistics show that you are more likely to accomplish a goal that you've written out and are able to visualize and see on a regular basis. So what we do is we've shared this in some past videos, but we have two whiteboards in our room where we write down our plans, our visions, our goals, and it's something that we're able to look at on a daily basis. It starts to deal with that subconscious and you begin to do everything to accomplish that goal. So we think that it's very important to write your goals out. So you keep your goal before you and even if it seems impossible, the more you see it, your brain will start to figure out different ways to get that goal accomplished versus if you didn't have any goal, right? And then you still kind of be in that stuck place, not being able to, to move forward. It's okay to have a big goal too. So don't just say, I think I can do this. Your goal can be a little bit beyond what you're thinking right now. So we challenge you when you're uh, making your goals. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The third step in the debt elimination process is strategy. Yes. Shara, this is a very important step because you have to devise a plan. And what we've done so far is we've taken personal inventory, we've looked at where we are, and we have decided where we want to be. Step two, by determining our goals, now it's time to determine how you're going to reach that goal. And when you're making a plan for determining how you will reach that goal, you also have to ask yourself, what are you willing to do to accomplish a goal? What are you willing to sacrifice what is it going to look like for you and so your strategy most likely will be um, comprised of many different activities like Marks and I were talking the other day and we have eight streams of income uh, we do different things in addition to our nine to five jobs and so your strategy might look like picking up a side hustle your your strategy may include you know driving for Lyft or Uber so it's really figuring out what are you willing to do to accomplish your goal and the more strategies you are willing to implement typically the faster you will get to your goal and then also part of your strategy might not just be finding additional sources of income within your strategy you might find ways to use what you already have and perhaps reduce some of your expenses so it's likely going to be a combination of both boosting your income reducing your expenses yes yeah, Shire, and you can even get as intricate as how many payments you're going to make a month or what payment you're going to make towards what bill so i think it's very important to sit down and comprise this strategy. Now what you want to do once again is physically write this down. The same rules apply for writing down your strategy as they do for writing down your goals. When you write down your strategy, it confirms it within yourself and you're more likely to continue on through the process. Absolutely. And it's also here in your strategy that you want to take a look at your your budget, right? And you want to see how your strategy and your budget, how are they going to work together? So while we're on the topic of budget, here are a couple things that we would recommend that you do when you're looking over your budget, okay? So you wanna go through each expense and you wanna make sure that you have it at its lowest cost possible. So that might mean changing phone providers. That might mean calling up your internet provider and say, hey, do you have any specials going on? So you wanna make sure that each cost that's listed is at its lowest that it can actually possibly be. And then also, you wanna look through, are there any expenses that you can not only reduce, but eliminate? Are there some unused memberships that you're not tapping into that you can actually get rid of? Is your entertainment money a little bit too high and Maybe you're willing to cut back you know $25, $50. So once you have everything down to the lowest that it can possibly be, what you're going to do is you're going to take your income, you're going to subtract your expenses, and what's left over is called your discretionary income. So that is the income that's left after paying all of your bills. And a lot of times people will just blow their discretionary income. They'll go to the mall and then they'll spend it up. But when it comes to paying off your debt, your discretionary income is key to really eliminating your debt. So you're gonna take that extra money and you're gonna put it towards your debt. 
Another thing you may determine during the strategy process is the way you're going to pay off your bills. Mm -hmm. There are a few different ways. What Shire and I did was we started by paying our smallest bill first, and then we, what some people call snowballed it into the next largest payment. And once that was paid off, we continued that process. There are other strategies that pay off the debt with the highest interest. So there are many methods to paying off your debt, but what you want to do is determine which strategy works best for you and write it down. Right. And so one of the things with strategy is that there are going to be points in your journey where you revisit your strategy. Um, your situation may have changed. You might have started going about paying off your debt one way and you might just want to have to switch it up. So we encourage you to be flexible when it comes to your strategy. Always build in that flexibility because you might have to shift. So just be ready. And so before we wrap up strategy, I know we mentioned that we had eight streams of income. So we're going to list them out for you because I know somebody's wondering. Yeah, so we both have 40 hour nine to five jobs. But aside from that, we also have real estate that we generate income from. I also am a contributor for Loop Gospel, which is a company that's online based that sells music to churches who don't have musicians. I also play music at a local church. That brings in income. I also have a separate online business that sells products for music ministries. We have recently started a podcast, which is generating a little income for us. And yes, of course, we are financial coaches. So those are our eight different streams of income. So the fourth and maybe the most important step in our five steps to eliminating debt is to take action. Have you ever, as a child, went to a public swimming pool or maybe a pool party with your friends and you know, the water's a little chilly so you kind of just dip your toe in and then you know, your ankle gets in and, and 30 minutes later, you're finally in the pool fully submerged. So if you would have just dove in the pool, you would have not missed out on 30 minutes of pool time with your friends. In the same vein, it's important to dive in once you've created your strategy, dive into action. Right. You don't want to tiptoe around it. You don't want to put it off. I'm going to start next week. I'm going to start next month. No. Once you have made up your mind that this is something that you want to do, you need to start right away. So you want to move to action quickly. So what we did during this step was we stayed consistent. We checked in with each other often just to see if we were still on the same page. It was very instrumental in us knocking our debt out. Right, and so we had structured our budget to where we knew where the money was going every single month. We knew how much was going to our debt payment, and so it wasn't something that we had to continually think about. And so eventually you hit this point where it's just about maintenance, being consistent and just maintaining. And so during this time of action, sometimes people think that you have to suffer. Oh, you're paying off debt. You just need to be eating beans and rice. I love beans and rice. Okay. And I make some good beans and rice, but this is not a time of suffering. Okay. It might be a time of sacrifice, right? But you know that what you're doing is going to better your financial security. Um, it's going to help you to have a better financial foundation for yourself, uh, maybe for your family, for your children or the children to come. So you can do that with joy and you can do that with contentment. But don't start this debt-free journey thinking this is going to be horrible. I'm going to be suffering for the next two to three, four years. Like that's just not true, right? So that's when mindset is really important. You have your strategy. You've moved to action. Now you just need to maintain. Just hang in there, stick it through, do what you need to do to keep yourself motivated as we talked about earlier. Stay the course and you'll get there. Yeah, sure. I think for us, what we did was we made sure to celebrate each milestone because that kept us motivated. That kept us excited about continuing the process. So I think it's important to take some time, 
celebrate those milestones and keep trucking along. So when you're maintaining, you will accomplish your goal. And so that brings you to the final step, which is results. You are going to start to see those credit card debts being eliminated. You're going to start seeing those student loan debt coming down and eventually you will be debt Free. But when you become debt free, we want you to know that that is not the end of your financial journey, but that you can use these same five steps to accomplish other financial goals as well. Okay. So debt elimination is pretty foundational to building wealth, but there are other levels to wealth. And we really want you to be thinking about setting money aside for retirement. And if you want to continue to set money aside for retirement, as you're going through this debt reduction, debt elimination process, like you can certainly do that we're not here to tell you what you should do it's called personal finance for a reason right. it's personal but we want to also share that once your debt is paid be thinking about what's next for you what's next for your family in terms of your financial goals will you be saving for a down payment for a home will you be contributing more to your retirement so be thinking about those things and then you can repeat the five steps again and again yes Shire debt freedom isn't the end of the story but really it's the beginning and it really puts you in a great position to be able to do other things like retirement pay for your kids to go to college or just have more flexibility so that's the beauty of it so we want to look at this step as an end of one journey and the beginning of another right and I'm reminded of a song and it's by boys to men it's called uh go to the end of the road talking about debt freedom but I'm sorry just just start hearing it so if you're at a point in your life when you're really thinking about eliminating debt but you haven't started the process yet one thing that I want you to think about is how will eliminating debt change your life so what will it mean for you and I think that when you take time to figure out you know how this is going to impact your life why you really want to do it then it's going to help you to go through this five-step process and so this is also a process that we walk our clients through in our in our coaching practice as well um, spending time with each step and really just going through things with like a fine-tooth comb and walking them through it but you can certainly take this video and really enact these steps in your life as well Yo, so we hope you guys enjoyed that podcast episode. We hope that we said something that you can take away and apply. We are here to inform and to inspire. So do us a huge favor and rate this particular podcast on whatever platform you're streaming this. Rate this five stars, write great reviews, anything that you can do to help us. We really, truly appreciate it. Hold on a second, Dad. I have to say something. Yeah, we need your help. Uh, kids, I'm kind of in the middle of something. Well, Dad, we want all the listeners to vote for this podcast to win Best New Podcast Plutus Award. Yeah, Dad. Ah, that reminds me. Guys, we would love to be nominated for this year's Best New Podcast Plutus Award. We have a link in the description of this podcast. All you have to do is copy and paste that into your web browser, enter your name, email, and scroll all the way down to submit. We can't do this without you.